Extraordinary Gentleman Podcast. Today we have a special treat, a new offering from the Nick Offerman Lagavulin <laughs> Collection. Hey, that, that wasn't that bad. That was a pretty good pun. Yeah. And so today we're going to be trying the new, newly released to us. I don't know when this will get published, but uh, 11 year Lagavulin single malt scotch whiskey, uh, the Nick Offerman edition. It is a Guinness. Is it a finish in Guinness? Like or how long? I'm not sure. I can read the bottle when we get into it. But please uh, listen along as we give you our take. Uh, we're gonna try the new one, the old Nick Offerman edition, and then we're gonna compare the two to the default Lagavulin 16, the nice, delicious, subtle, smoky Scotch of choice. The nectar of the, the nectar of the gods. Once again, Carter. Um, Will not be joining us today. He is busy, so it'll be just Zach and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately for everyone else, experiencing this uh, new edition from Long of Woolen. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. So a little bit of background. He is correct. It is finished in uh, Guinness barrels. Nice cork. This is a pretty fresh uh, bottle of the Nick Offerman. So I cannot wait to give this a try. I've seen this bottle sell for around uh, anywhere from $75 to about $90. So depending on the sort. So shop around if you can. <clears throat> Ooh, yes. It is much darker mm-hmm. than a normal Lagavulin just on the collar. Watch, it's it's lighter. Than the regular lager? Yep. I, I did this comparison really? on accident. Well, I, was, I was drinking with Griffin when I bought it. He pulled out his Log 16. Mm-hmm. The Log 16 compared to this, way more amber, like mm-hmm. red, okay. cherry colored. It, I mean, in, in comparison. But I'm kind of holding out hope. I'll, 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 I'll tell my conclusions from that day after. But I'm just holding out hope that uh was like an either like an earlier log 16 or like a special edition or something that he didn't realize. Hmm. The nose is very, uh, obviously it's got smoke on it, but mm-hmm. like a salt, there's like a taffy, saltwater taffy mm-hmm. and, uh, some sort of citrus on the nose. Would you agree? Possibly. Mm. Or fruit, some sort of fruit. Surely. It's, it is kind of like when you put salt on like a grapefruit. You get kind of grapefruit from it. Salt? Yeah, salt on a grapefruit. You do that? I haven't. Have you ever done No. Oh, yeah. yeah salt on fruits because it makes it sweeter. Instead of sugar on fruits, put salt on fruits. Hmm. Ever tried that? No. It works with uh, grapefruits and kiwis and usually just things that have are super acidic. The acid combines with the salt and the, it changes the profile from something super salt or um tart right. or sour okay just super sweet and sugary um it just says finish and guinness cask i was looking for like an you know how long are they finished but it doesn't it doesn't really matter it's 46 percent abv um i wonder if i should grab the, i have the unopened one in the um in the cabinet um if we want to read the back of the box if we want to oh if there's anything on it, I don't remember there being anything in particular. It's fluff. Okay. On the box. But there is a quote on here from Nick Offerman, so I'll just read that. All right. Says, I have traveled the world and sampled many attempts at pleasing nectars, but it is solely this distillation of Isla, a tiny, charismatic Scottish isle that has claimed my palate. Yes, and my heart into the bargain. Nick Offerman. Don't know what that last part was. Add my heart into the bargain. Claimed. Oh, my, oh claimed my palate and my heart. Yeah, okay. So I, I grabbed the box. Um, would you mind reading this for us? Because I know sure. there's, there, I'm not, there's no hope for me. 
Oh, you want the whole thing? Yeah, sure. sure. Go on a journey. Good, nice review. Mm-hmm. My dad is famous across the Midwest as the winningest and only man ever to be tolerated by my mother, the famous beauty Catherine of County Kendall. I have prospered greatly by his example, as he has instructed me in crafting a good life. One of his best lessons is to always carry a clean handkerchief, but he also teaches me to work hard and to try my darndest at whatever task I have the privilege to assay. After a job well done, we too always enjoy a comfortable seat and a well-earned, heavily peated, single malt scotch whiskey. This is why the new Offerman Lagavulin 11 year is right up our workbench. We take the traditional Lagavulin peatiness, that singular aroma that can only be concocted in one idyllic spot on this green earth, and toss in notes of red berries and green apple to establish an incredible foundation of flavor. Good fun, right? Now comes the funner part. Stay with me. We have taken possession of American white oak barrels within which delectable Guinness beer formerly slumbered at Baltimore's Guinness Open Gate Brewery. In parentheses, Baltimore is derived from the Irish name Bale in T. Oh, yeah, this is what you're talking about. (laughs) Tim Wire. Tim Wire. Then we shipped those noble casks from Maryland across the vast ocean until they ultimately landed in Scotland where we filled them anew with delicious Lagavulin. After four months of purely platonic finishing, the golden brown elixir of the gods, I like to say nectar of the gods, elixir of the gods has been imbued with traces of chocolate, wisps of vanilla, and a chili pepper kick that stays in the finish until the party is over. I wouldn't say chili pepper, but anyway. Hmm. I am extremely satisfied with the liquid we have created, but I wasn't certain until my dad tried it. He took his time, considering all of the complex layers. Then he looked me in the eye, nodded firmly, and shook my hand. I hope you feel the same. Nick Offerman. That is a paragraph and a half. That's actually three paragraphs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they talked about chili pepper. and We we were discussing this before, a, a, a zestiness in the flavor. Kind of how we just we just noted the citrusiness of the nose. Um, yeah, I wouldn't call it chili pepper. I think zest, fruity zest. Is yeah, what... yeah. So this isn't our first time um, trying this. We should say so. We, yeah, there's a little bit of, um, should we call it um, preparation? Right. Just a, or it was a research. Taste. Yeah, research. It's research. A ta- it's a taste yeah. test. You know. Um, I wasn't thinking about exactly what i was tasting i was just enjoying it uh before you taste it on the nose when when you were reading it i was um exploring the nose on it a bit and i did thinking graham cracker or perhaps more so than just graham cracker partion maybe maybe s'mores on the nose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they talk about the chocolate mm-hmm. that wasn't the flavor though but yeah i think that s'mores thing it comes out it's that the marshmallow, yep. chocolate, yeah, um, and like a honey graham, yeah, cracker. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it, mm-hmm. it's a very good nose actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and Guinness has that too, that yes. chocolatey marsh. I would say marshmallow, but you know, it's like a sweetie, you know, uh, gum Arabic, gummy, a gummy flavor. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's fantastic nose. Uh, I think we're ready to go on mm-hmm. palate. Mm. Classic log richness. The honey comes through again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I get the chili pepper. For real, though. That's what I, must have been the glass I was enjoying it in. It was just like a... It was a whiskey glass, but it was just... It was a tumbler, you know? It was like... Oh, it wasn't or was? It was. A, it was just a tumbler. Okay. So if you can call a tumbler whiskey glass, you know. Um, yeah, this is... Okay, this is different. This is this is new for me because it's tasted only slightly similar than what it did before. I remember the first time I had this. Um, I was thinking it was like a... Um, I, I explained this to you too. The uh, analogy I used was the the orange chocolates 
that are um they got like the foil so they look like an orange with the foil and you peel off the foil mm-hmm. and they're like in sixteenths or something yeah and then just a little slices of like an orange yeah um, yeah I, the chocolate I should have looked it up because well I I feel like I know what you're talking about but I know I haven't had one mm. or you know tasted one but I can totally picture like the the little like a metal tin yeah in, in 16 slices you know yeah. like it, and it's it's in the orange like i know what you're talking about but i i am for certain i have not had one of those yeah and it's 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 milk chocolate but it's got that orange citrus notes to it and i think it's got the um like the crunch bar like the rice crispy things mm-hmm. into it too and that's what it was the first time what it was like for me it was like uh orange then the body was just chocolate like creaminess and it ended with like a little crispy rice you know notes too mm-hmm. um now it's i get a lot of tobacco that the regular log doesn't have but this has for some reason um a very herbal um, quality quality okay. it's it's extremely creamy yeah in the body yeah and it's like a malted chocolate you know and it's 46%, I can see from here. So it is yep. 3% higher than I think the 16 is. The 16, I believe, is 43. Uh, we are, we have verified you that. You are correct. Um, so it's a little bit hotter, but I do feel like that the whole mid-palate is just reinforced with yep. that Guinness cask. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it starts out the same. It, it finishes different, too. Like, right. So I'll say the chili pepper, that's totally there. Mm-hmm. I mean... And that's not from the Guinness. I mean, it is from the Guinness, but Guinness does not have that. I don't know what right what marriage. What well, is five years off? Yeah, but we'll find out what notes carry over between this edition of the Nick Offerman yeah, and, and the original and the first. Yeah, I don't know what marriage happened in that finishing barrel, you know, or the finishing process, but good good stuff happened there. I, I'm gonna say I like I I hadn't compared it to the 16. We'll do that in a little bit, but the analogy. Well, what I thought was at that time, it's not necessarily better or worse. It's more of either way off to the left or right. Where yeah. it's, it's on that. It's good, as good, but it's a completely different thing. Yeah. Don't get us wrong. It is still a Lagavulin, mm-hmm. but it is as different as a Lagavulin yeah, 16 I'd say could be. Like, from, if I was stretching that, like, we often get like percentages like this is 30% different. This is 40% different. This is like 60% the same. I'd mm. say like this is sixty percent log sixteen, and forty percent completely different, not even comparable. Yeah, I, I yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd probably say closer, maybe like a twenty-five to thirty. Sure, but it's that's that's a huge difference. Yeah, still. like we're talking. It's not, you know how like sherry finishes can affect things, and it's usually to me it shows up more on the ending. Of uh of a whiskey when it's finished in a sherry, this is this is just changing the middle. It's just completely different in the body, and the ending is different, but it's still um you can still see the original path it took, so to speak. But I've never had a whiskey that's finished that the middle is just completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, it is second time I've had this. I love this. This is phenomenal. This is this is, this is better than because yeah, I tried try the two. It's my second time. This is way better than the first time I had it. Oh, man, it is just chocolate heavy, creamy. Um, I, I'm not finding the like the orange citrus. I was saying that I found in the first yeah, time. Let me. I'm gonna reread what they got for the box profile. But the the end zing, um, is still there. Man, I'm gonna add water to it. Okay, so for their their flavor profile was just chocolate, vanilla, chili pepper. Yeah, and uh, I mean that that hits the nail on the head. There is this is. I do feel like this is more complex, mm-hmm. and a log sixteen is a very complex whiskey to begin mm-hmm. with. But this is just it's yeah. layers. It's so many layers. It's so, it's so dense. Did you know they put nutrition facts on whiskey? Some some of them I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, I'm reading it I now. I think it was requested, like, like it's required. Uh, yeah, on some of them, but I don't I don't think it's 
seems like there's exceptions to the rule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a great. No carbs, no fat, no protein. This is, a, this is a healthy drink. <laughs> yeah. The water, it um, kind of lifted the ending a little bit more, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to try it again and see if I can find an actual note. It smells better, too. A little more balanced like it's been harmonized There's the fruit i think the fruit yeah, came more alive came. with the um with the water i'm still not convinced it's orange that i originally had but man it is maybe maybe it's more accurate you know those chocolates that are like chili and chocolate yeah it's it's that it's, yeah it is that but there is a there's fruit in here I just I cannot discern yeah. what it is. I don't, I don't think it's fruity. I just think it's it's a sweet note that I mean it could be a fruit, but yeah, I can't I can't nail down a fruit flavor in this. I'm just like this is more activating of the sweet taste buds than oh, it's grapefruit. Well, that's what I was saying about how it smelled a little bit. I don't know if it's I think I, it's I was seeking that out the grapefruit. I think it's grapefruit because it's not as it's not as sour as like an orange, but I think it's kind well, of grapefruit's like... more sour than oranges. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm just say it's not sour; it's tart. I feel like it's the body; it's the meat of a, a grapefruit, mm-hmm. but so obviously subtle. But no. yeah, I still imagine there's some sort of citrus fruit in here. You know, whether it's an orange or a grapefruit or uh, or, or something. Mm-hmm. But it this is. You can't go wrong. If yeah. you like log, begin yeah. with, take, you know, it's it's around the same price, yeah. $10 more maybe, depending on where you are. It's totally worth a try, you j- know. J- just get it. Because there's no way you're not, like, you might like it less than log 16, you might, but yeah. honestly, there's there's just no way that if you like log, you're not going to like For this. For a limited edition log of wood yeah. that is different, it, you're going to be spending $111, I think this is the next one, the yeah. distiller's edition, edition yeah. you know, and that's not as good as this. We have had the distiller's edition and it's good, but it is not worth the money. Whereas this is almost the same amount and it, it may be better than the 16. That's what we are here to find out for you. We're doing you guys so much of a service. Oh, I mean, you should pay us. You should pay us because you really should. Because this we, is we're, the best free service. We're running we out of get. money real quick buying these whiskeys. <laughs> I didn't know we had money. All right, so we are moving on to the. Yeah, it rinse me out. We are moving on to the Nick Offerman, also eleven year, the first edition that came out. Um. I may have to actually grab the box because I don't remember if there was anything special about this. I think it is just 11 years, but I will grab my unopened one. While he's doing that, I guess I might as well just get a cork pop. This is a previously opened bottle, but maybe it might sound good. That's pretty good. A little squeaky. Thank you. If you would like to, Zach, I would appreciate it. Uh, Please read for us. Now, this one's a paragraph and a half, that's for sure. Just kidding. It's actually like four. Whoever first said, be sure to stop and smell the roses, must have never tried Lagavulin. For my part, I say a well-crafted life is one in which your whiskey is poured when you have the ample time to savor it. When the day's work is done, and you can take the time to properly imbibe the robust goodness in your dram, well... It puts the smelling of flowers of any stripe to shame. At Offerman Woodshop, I select my various wood species for their strength, density, and rich visual beauty. With the discernment, I have also applied to my choice of single malt. For this Lagavulin Offerman edition, I am grateful that my passion for wood has been brought to bear by utilizing refilled and rejuvenated American white oak casks in the maturation process. The romance begins with an initial whiff of peppery green apple, followed swiftly by a jitterbug of stewed berries. The tangy spice from the handmade charred casks 
perfectly couples in a tango with the peaty burnt ember characters, featuring a sensation on the nose reminiscent of your favorite campfire. To taste, the woody, peaty notes lead from the front, gently tingling the tongue in a cha-cha before fading to reveal a veritable waltz of sweet berry and orchard, orchard fruit notes. The, fam- the familiar Lagavulin distillery character steps forth, presenting aromatic peat with every sip. A few moments after the liquid is gone, the peaty essence remains, characterizing a wonderfully energetic flamenco finish <laughs> from a redoubtable liquid. <laughs> there is a lot of <laughs> dancing in this. <laughs> anyway, uh, flamenco finish from a redoubtable liquid with an unmistakable panache for which I am tickled to write box copy. It looks great in a tutu to boot. This 11-year Lagavulin is like a top-shelf brass band blowing smoky jazz and marching straight down your gullet. Nick Offerman. I'd like to know if he writes, writes this. He probably does, because I know he's he's written a lot of books and stuff. Nick Offerman? Yeah, but I'd, I'd yeah. like to know if, 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 if anyone else was responsible right. for writing that uh very well written and yeah. uh i mean why i mean I, it's gotta I, be. I think they would i think he, you know he's, he's probably yeah but um so essentially these are recharred oak barrels is that what i got from that uh yeah they call it rejuvenated rejuvenated yeah yeah that's what that means so i guess i'm not sure exactly if the 16 is probably has recharred I, I guess i'm not sure we're not not aware 100% of the difference between the 11 and the 16 other, obviously, than the age statement mm-hmm. on the bottles. But the nose, while you were reading, I was exploring. Um, I'm essentially getting the same smell minus the chocolate. Mm-hmm. But and, I still get granola. Yeah, or not granola. They have the green apple note in both. Okay. But I think this one has it more, like... Not just missing chocolate, but right, also right. adding okay. adding green apple, because it def- that's that very acidic, mm-hmm. um, tart scent. Yeah, like the skin, like the skin of the green apple, not just the flesh. But you can like you know. Yeah, I totally see that. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it's other than that, I agree, it's the same. So I'm gonna I'm gonna taste it. It's you know, not this, as dense. No, this one's kind of chocolatey too. I mean, not Guinness chocolate. Yeah, but it's it has like a a, a bean, like a, a cocoa bean kind of thing. Going I'll be on. curious to see where this translate in the sixteen mm-hmm. if it is there. Yeah. Um, I'm a note. I guess you, you should deal first. I, I all I was gonna say was like off a of memory. I if I got blinded on this and the sixteen, I probably wouldn't be able to distinguish the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I was told to look for something. Yeah. But... I was going to say, what astonishes me is this, the difference, this lacks a, a real finish, you know? The last one... Yeah, the, you're right. The first one has such a nice, discernible, strong finish. This does not have it. It's good, but it, it falls it falls away, you know? After it comes on like regular log, it's got a good body, and then it's got that nice, you know, smoky, tried classic log flavor. Try it again. It. Okay. Decent mouthful. I think the ending is mint. I've always heard Lagavulin has a mint finish, and I think I finally actually picked it out, the 11. I think it's not so much as a flavor, but it leaves your mouth with like that minty um, finish. Yeah. Yeah, because I breathe in, you know. I'm thinking of like when I brush my teeth or something. That's what I think. And it cools your mouth. Yeah. I totally feel that. Okay. And I did taste. I didn't. I did not taste in the finish. I did taste it in the mid. Oh, okay. The spearmint. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely. Def. It was definitely there. Right. When I was looking for it. Hmm. Um. And then yeah, my mouth feels cool when I breathe, and, mm, that's good. But. The Guinness one's better. It Just, to me, this one seems like it's it's got. If the whiskey is a roller coaster, uh-huh. this one has. It's either a steeper drop, or it goes a little bit higher up. That's sharper, uh-huh. so to speak, than the Guinness finish. 
like I think the creaminess kind of rounds out that top mm-hmm. of that peak out, and it may not have such a, a, a sharp or a, a deep drop, a dip, so to speak, because it kind of it seems like it evens out, plateaus a little bit before the first edition of the Offerman, where mm-hmm. this one seems like it's very, very high on the uh, sharpness, either like mint or just the all-around mm-hmm. body, mm-hmm. and then it shoots down very steep and very far, and then it picks up a little bit with the mintiness. But mm. the the Guinness is more complicated. Yeah, we're describing it being more complex and just super lots of layers. Yeah, this has a lot of layers too. But, but it's this dif- is it's just, different. So the other one has you can taste all the layers. Yeah. This one you got to seek them out because yeah. it's super delicate. It's really subtle. And I remember preferring the first edition Nick Offerman to the regular to the sixteen. Yeah. Okay. The first time we did this, yeah, which was not on the podcast but privately. Just I still like the, this. Is still very very good. Oh, yeah. But this is twenty percent different than the finish. Maybe. 30-ish, 20 to 30, I would say, for me personally. Uh, I'm going to add water just like Zach. Yeah, so adding water, it doesn't ruin, but like it kind of deletes a lot of the scent. I feel like we lost a lot of things we were looking for because it, to me, all that remains is salt. Maybe it's because I've been nosing. I still get just log for a while. Yeah, I still get the graham cracker. You still do? That I found in the previous one. Honey gram. Yeah, I must have added too much water because yeah, that's just it's gone. Maybe like a mint. Mm. It rounded it out. That yeah. sharp note got mm-hmm. rounded out. Yeah, it's very good. It's pleasant. Don't mm-hmm. get us wrong. It's very pleasant. You can assume that the smoke is still there, like it's. Just because we're not talking about it, mm-hmm. it, just it, does, it tastes more with the water more burnt, ashy. Like, or yeah, like ashy. ashy. Yeah, okay. like ashy. That's a good. That's a better word. Yeah, I, and I, I don't know if it's because that has been elevated or because we lost that sharpness and the, with the roundedness. And, and now it's a, now, now it's, it's more obvious, it's more prevalent. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's more rounded, not as sharp without water. Yeah. But so if still I, fine. Yeah, if I had to pick pick with or without, probably without. Yeah. Just because it was more interesting. Coming off the heels of the new Nick Offerman, having that sharp flavor is really nice. Um, Comparing to the two Offermans, yeah, I prefer the second one. You mean the new one? The new or, one. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Second I think, edition, I guess. I think it's just because there's more there. There's just more stuff yeah. to taste. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. Um, because this is really good, this first Nick Offerman. Like, if I'm if I'm calling, like, I, I, this is more traditional Scotch flavors, you know. That second one, I, I've never tasted Scotch that tastes like the new Nick Offerman because you no, know, not many other Scotches finish it in Guinness, you right. know. Um, and now I'm curious to see people do it. I really hope that kind of. I think there was a does something. What there might have others. been a. Well, there's the castmates. Right, yeah, Jameson. Jameson. Yeah. I we're, have not had yeah, it. We're, we're, you haven't had that? No. it's added. I've heard it's added a lot of depth yeah. to the Jameson, but I need to go pee right now. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll talk about that Jameson because I, that, I, was, I, was, I was thinking about that when I was drinking this because we, we drink Jameson. I think Jameson personally is kind of a – it's kind of weak, you know. I, I think that way a lot about a lot of Irish whiskeys. Um, just because I like scotch way too much. <laughs> and so when you add the, you know, the Jameson, the cask mates version, it just, it adds a darker note. It's more smooth. And unlike how we're saying with this original Offerman, how uh, water makes it round out, adding the uh, Guinness in the Jameson actually makes it sharper because it's more tart it's more, it's stronger flavors. Um, you're not losing anything you're with, because Jameson's basically what was the round profile. And now you're adding a Guinness, which 
it has a harder profile of flavor into the base. And so, which is flip-flop of this, where you have a smoky, sharp-tasting log. We keep using those words, sharp, smoky, <laughs> shallow, rounded. Um, but it's just, the Guinness in this is being used for a different purpose than it is with the Jameson. So, kind of odd. So, I, I, I mean, personally, I really want Guinness to start, start seeking, maybe seeking out more companies distilleries to do a little guinness finish in uh dylan's back i'll just recap my little (laughs) my little monologue there i was saying uh when you add guinness to a jameson the guinness is the stronger part because jameson's already pretty blank slate being being irish and being pretty plain um it's good but i'm just saying it's plain and then but in this the guinness is the smoothness and it's that like we're saying uh i was saying Guinness and this rounds it out. Right. Guinness and Jameson sharpens it, makes it stronger, adds dark flavors, you know, and poignant. So because of the difference of the two, I want more Guinness and more scotch across the board, you know, to see how it changes things. Yeah, I I, um, I feel like all of the Islas would be amazing yeah. finished in Guinness. Or, or maybe other stouts. But, I mean, this is two for two for Guinness, for Jameson and for Lagavulin, yeah. where I'm like, this is better. This is a better version of what was it's based on so i guess i'm kind of assuming that it's just the same this first nick offerman edition Uh is what they finished and that's what the second one is as my assumption it it could be but it could be different too it could be a a completely new not blend but you know process a different Different mash bill, different possibly, casks different mixed casks. together, possible different yeah. blend yeah, and flavor. Could, yeah, and they could they could be doing that, but I'm I choose to believe that the second one is just the first one, the old one. I believe that with too. Guinness. Yeah, no, I I think that's a logical conclusion. Um, hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to buy find some words to yeah. make me drink. The rest of this, <laughs> we were just describing. I mean, I don't even know, know how many episodes we are past this, but we, we do a lot of fan service for Ardbeg because we like Ardbeg so much. And the Ugadal Koi Reckon is kind of the log 16 level if you're comparing the two. The price. Yeah, for the price yeah. and kind of the flavor profiles. I mean, that's kind of like what okay. you're. Yeah, because the thing is. If someone told me, like, oh, I like log 16, but I want to try something else, you know, I'm going to suggest to them. Like Koi Reckon, you know, okay. Because I, I think that's what their next step would be, or if they're off the heels of an Ugadal, I'd be like, have you had Log Sixteen? Have you had, uh, either Octomore or Port Charlotte? You know, because Port the, Charlotte, yeah, yeah, that would probably be a good one too. Yeah, Port Charlotte, would be a better recommendation, um, because you just don't, there's no way you're gonna find an Octomore. I mean, we did, but just being realistic here, for the common man, so one, yeah, yeah. That was um, like- 200 bucks yeah but have we re- we haven't reviewed that yet anyway no we, no, we did we did it was oh, yeah, yeah. it was off the heels of something else the only comment i remember oh, it might have even, even been off the audio but you you noted that port charlotte is like 70 percent of what octomore is yeah all right maybe, maybe 80 percent. i guess i don't i remember the exact number but octomore really isn't that much different than port charlotte it's just a, a little bit more of what you what port charlotte uh, embodies so my memory my here's my thing is i like i'm not a huge fan of sweetness mm-hmm. like candied sweetness. yeah so like jolly ranchers m and or uh skittles and mm-hmm. that stuff i'm i'm a i'm a chocolate guy yeah so i'm i like bitter sweetness like a milk chocolate or mm-hmm. dark chocolate that type of sweetness yeah and that's how i would compare the sweetness between the difference between the port charlotte and just off memory, the Octomore, mm-hmm. whereas the Port Charlotte is sweeter than the Octomore, but um, but they're very similar. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, if you, so, it's the poor man's Octomore, Octomore, <laughs> yeah. Even though I mean, Port I mean, sixty bucks. A lot of people's limit, you know, for whiskey, yeah, is like unfortunately like thirty bucks. You know, they don't want to spend Which it. Probably should be for us too. But <laughs> yeah, my wallet would would really beg me to say, to do that, and I'm sure Dylan's wallet would too. He's definitely spent more than I. But you know, maybe 
you know, because whiskey's kind of a trend right now. Maybe in five to six years, things will come down in price because it's a more popular beverage of choice. I, I'd like to imagine that we're not the cause for that. Uh huh. You and I are recently turned twenty-one. We'll say. Yeah, we're not. Know. We're not age aged. <laughs> and and the, the whiskey boom. A lot of people, you know, 2014, 2016. Mm. So we kind of got into it as After, it was ramping, yeah. ramping up. Yeah. So it's, I'd like to say it's not our fault. Mm-hmm. It's more of the. Well, certainly not with our people. view count. It can't be our fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Well, I just, I like. It was interesting. Like a lot of our. It seems like a lot of the uh, like people our age enjoy the whiskey, mm. but it's, it's kind of interesting how that spread so yeah. to speak the popularity but yeah. Uh, yeah it's interesting so let's get to that original yes lock yes, yes. i want to rinse on my glass again do you want another rinsing you might, might as well sure considering we sure. rinsed it once before stay consistent and all that stay hydrated i wish there was a way not that i would sell my um bottles but i wish there was a place where you could sell unwanted whiskey in the united states easily but uh that's pretty good because i thought about it i'm like there's not really a way you can't really get rid of whiskey in the u.s and you're not gonna do like an auction site for a 80 dollar bottle but uh, somebody needs to make that. Somebody needs to make eBay for whiskey. That's the poor man's right. auction site or somewhere to sell it. Yeah. I, mean, well, I think you know, it's the only reason people that existing marketplaces don't is because it's illegal. You know, so the first step would be. Getting, you have to be licensed, right? The, the, that, that's what, what would make it legal. You'd have to be a distributor. So make a more attainable licensing or a specific licensing only for distribution or something, you know. Right. Or you know, like I don't know how to explain it, but just the most specific auction-based dis- distribution pricing license, you know, and make it affordable. Yeah. For people or for a small company. Yeah, I just wish manage. it was obtainable. Yeah. Cuz it's cuz it does a lot of things where I would like only a couple like a sample of, you know. Because if someone oh, found I something, see. we'll say something. Someone found someone found something rare. They tried it. They didn't like it. Instead of selling their ninety five percent of the bottle, they could split that ninety five percent into ten percent. You know, so nine, like two then, and a half. Then you have to deal with like herpes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess depending on evil intent, <laughs> but malicious intent, but. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, I do think, because you can sell everything else, mm-hmm. except for, like, like, even, I won't go down this conversation, but, like, you can sell firearms mm-hmm. more easily than you can sell whiskey. Yeah. It's a little absurd. Yeah, that's because whiskey leads to firearms, or the, the use <laughs> of the firearms. <laughs> I'm just joking. All right. Wow, so, Log16 knows... More, I actually it's, it's more wood. That's what I know? was gonna say. Yeah, like more bark. Yeah. More potent. Extra five years. Yeah. Yeah, I get more wood, a little bit more smoke or ash, depending. Not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. But, but no, yeah. Lacking almost all of the fruity sweetness, citrusiness that we were talking about with the Nick Offerman versions. I don't get I don't get a green apple from this. No. I don't get a banana. I don't get a cherry. I don't salt, get. I get the saltwater taffy. Yeah. Still. Yeah. See, maybe a little bit of sweetness, candy sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, but the wood, yeah, that is the takeaway on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I mean, this is what made this is what made us fall in love with scotch was just how woody, mossy this. I mean, it just smells like the forest, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the log sixteen is. I think the three of us, that's what sold us. Yeah. It wasn't the possibly the entry point, but no. it sold us on it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to taste this. 
Mm. I don't know. It's really good. It's really, really good. This is creamier than the regular Nick Offerman edition. This is better than the regular one. Yeah. And Nick Offerman edition, yeah. I should say. Better than the it regular Nick Offerman. This one isn't, though, like subtle. You know, this is very simple. I guess that's what I mean is it's like it's not necessarily worse or better yeah. than the second edition of the Nick Offerman. Yeah. It's, it's just different. Just different. Yeah. And I'm... We, we should we should just do a little sip of the first the new Nick Offerman after this. Okay. Just to see how far it's come. Shake it up. Yeah. Because yeah. well, we claim I claimed that the the Nick Offerman new one is sixty percent the same, forty percent different. And you said it was like twenty five to thirty percent different. And I wanna double check ourselves. Using the roller coaster analogy again mm-hmm. to me. This I would say we'll find out after we go back to the second the first what we first tried. So many numbers I'm just mm-hmm. getting mixed up. Like, <laughs> can't keep track. Um but I would say that the main roller coaster may be different, but they all end at the same finishing level, mm-hmm. I would say. I only disagree because the the new Nick Offerman it's hot because of the the pepper. The this is hot thing. too though. But you don't think it, this, is, this is like a spearmint hot finish? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it is a spice herbal hot, which is how that is how I described the first one was a little herbal. I guess um, that's what I that's what I'm thinking is yeah. the the main journey may be mm-hmm. different, but it, I think the finishing points um, are pretty similar. They're up. They uplift. And a little tang spice or a spearmint or something. Um, I think that the main initial hit mm-hmm. of the 16, it doesn't go up as high. It's not as sharp. Yeah. It's, it's rounded out. doesn't fall off a cliff as much as the first edition Nick Offerman. And it, it dips more than I think the second edition finished in Guinness. But it comes back up with that lifting either spearmint or... Um, little tang, so to speak, but yes, tang is totally what the word I would use to describe. Like either that or again about the new Nick Offerman, I said it was a little bit of tobacco. This has got tobacco. Too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But and then so now comparing old Nick Offerman to the Log Sixteen, I feel like old Nick Offerman actually lost a lot of flavors. It has been open quite a while yeah yeah it's mellowed out a lot um whereas the 16 is near empty but this is probably a newer bottle it's a new bottle in two weeks that 16 is about or that 11 the first edition of kaufman is probably about it could be a year year old yeah we got to get one of uh brooklyn's or something he's got two unopened unopened ones ones. i thought which is also why we want that uh new marketplace for right whiskey so that we can we sell. sell his that's what yeah, we can sell his yeah <laughs> i don't, I don't sell mine if i knew yeah i don't want the ones that i'm saving yeah i want sold. mine yeah when i sell mine exactly but I mean, he uh, wouldn't miss it he just, he, like he said or like we said it's unopened he obviously doesn't want it just slip him a 16 he wouldn't even open the box <laughs> he wouldn't even <laughs> he's like yep it's still heavy <laughs> and he opens up he's like 16 that's the... weird frick no yep. but it must be a misprint yeah, no, it's so I added water to the lock sixteen. It smells fruitier. Yeah, yeah all... sharpie. Yeah, like a sharpie. Yeah, you're totally right. I I guess I didn't mean it, but, but like yeah, yeah, I mean it's 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 got that the alcohol is kind of I guess to me kind of jumped out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the sharpie is, but it's got that. I don't sniff Sharpies. I'm going to say that. But maybe you do. What's, what's in Sharpies? <laughs> well, that's what I'm like. I don't... What Whatever makes it... Smell like it. Smell like yeah. that. But, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know what actually makes it smell like that. But... Probably magic. It's a magic. It is a magic marker. Mm-hmm. But I, that's why you need a magic eraser to, to, to erase, <laughs> erase the Sharpie. All right. Tasting it. Nothing changed, like very little change to me. Like it's it's obviously less proof, 
less hot. Yeah, I think it's, it's this. Yeah, I think it's the same flavors. And roller coaster analogy again. All it does is it it minimizes it bring down the max the, and the min. I think, All it does is I, it, I it brought so it down, too. and it doesn't. But then it doesn't fall as far either. It's, it's just, normalized. It's just normalized yeah. a little bit closer to the center. So, if you're someone that doesn't like highs and lows, just add a little water. Makes it more subtle. A little more. It 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 mutes. It muted the flavors. Yeah, I I think the sixteen is still. I I I think, I think it's we're I think we're knocking on the, the door of. Uh, I don't know discovery. I guess, but, <laughs> um. It it's not better or worse. It's, it's just different. different. Yeah. Like I said, we'll say all three of these have displayed more chocolate than I thought was in it. You know, I've never looked for chocolate when I drank log 16, but it's, the, but when I drink the cream, when I noticed the creaminess, I, I noticed the cocoa flavor. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't think I noticed it in the old Nick Offerman, but it was there. Did not remember it in the log 16, but it is there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, I'm excited to have found a new flavor note that I didn't even think about or taste before. But now that I'm searching for it, because of the new Guinness finish, that it was there the whole time. Yeah. No, it, it, the, I'm just amazed. Uh, I freaking love it, man. Nailing it freaking every time. Except for the eight. We're going to talk about that. But redhead stepchild. <laughs> but everything else they've made. I think we got we got to try at some point. But yeah, at some point. I think. Do I if we have a little more of the yeah? Let's the do new next. Let's go back to the yeah, uh, second you, edition. You, don't don't rush it. He rushed it. What? <laughs> we'll rinse, rinse again. Just I'm just speechless because I don't you know there's not there's nothing shocking or new anything to say. It's just. Everyone that's had, there's nothing new to say about Log 16. You know, it's it's as good as it always is. If you've had it, you know. Uh, unfortunately, if you don't like it, then well, you still know what it tastes like. But uh, more Log 16 for us, and hopefully the price stays back at the seventy dollar price range. Mm-hmm. I only wish I was Scottish just to know how, if it's, it's like how much cheaper is it there, to an, an equivalent of the dollar, you know, because obviously they didn't get a price hike like we did, but is like log still is it even affordable there, you know, with the layman buy log, because the layman doesn't buy log here, the layman doesn't buy scotch at all, in America. The average person, yeah. If you're the average basic whiskey drinker, you. In America, we, we found out there's affordable scotches. In did we? <laughs> well, yes, but did we find out there was good affordable yeah. scotches? The pr- they are the, there. They exist. Is, yeah. I just mean, uh, when, you know, a layman is just a basic, average, blank you know, person. You know, so a layman American whiskey drinker, they drink bourbon. You know, because that's what's affordable and good. Yeah. No, I, I agree. and we and we got lots. Of, I mean, that's that's like not a claim to make. You yeah. know, I'm just that's just the truth. Um, but if, if you were Scottish, you live in Scotland, you are in Scotland, do you drink scotch, you know, if you're a whiskey drinker, is that even like well, I think super, so. I guess I should say uh, specifically log, you know, I don't think it's a normal one. Cause it's probably, you know, it's like, um, what would the, it's hard. What would the equivalent for yeah. like an American, like a bourbon drinker? Like, uh, mm. I, I don't know, something fancy, like. You're not gonna. I, I'd say it's if the Ardbeg Ten is like. It's not a good comparison, but for price, you know, if it's like small batch Knob Creek, yeah, then yeah, that's, the, a, that's a good. The comparison. Log Sixteen is probably the Booker's. Booker, you know? Booker's a lot more expensive though than Knob Creek. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. Well, but, but, but I guess like Ard, Ardbeg Ten is really expensive compared to 16 yeah but i guess that's the question is like what? somehow let us know what the price is and <laughs> yeah if, if you're a scottish Scotland. listener please tell us in, or the uk yeah but uh well 
Scotland is the UK. Yes, but I, I, you know what I meant. I meant Great Britain. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Because that's all we can compare is the price. <clears throat> the flavor, much different from bourbon, obviously. Yeah. But speaking of flavor, let's go back to the Lagavulin Nick Offerman edition number dose. Green and apple is back on the mm-hmm. nose, but it is creamy. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, I, I described it. It's just more. It's more flavor. It's more, more sense. Mid-body. More mid-body. There's more there. And I like I've like I like this the most out of the three. Hmm. I like it better than the Lock 16, just because I love that creaminess. I love that chili pepper. What I thought I I didn't think that chili pepper was there when the first time I had it. Now that I have it in this glass, I love that. My final thought is, I guess on this, is when this bottle is gone, I will be sad. Mm-hmm. But I will not be crushed in the fact that like I'll never be able to experience again. It was, it's, it's like, you appreciate it. You'll be like, yeah, man, that was good. Yeah. But the 16. It's always there for you. It's always there. It's and always it's not there. like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not like the comparison of like if this, if the eight was the staple and the 16 was limited edition. Yeah. And the 16 is gone. That'd be different. That would be, be cru- that would be crushing. That would be crushing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, once this log 11 Nick Offerman is gone, it will be unfortunate but the 16 won't be devastating. And with how good these these approaches into the unknown that Lagavulin has taken to make new things, the next one might even be better, you know? Yeah. I don't know how, but they'll think of something. Maybe it won't be better, but it'll be good. It'll probably be really good. Yeah, well... That's really all there is to say. Speechless. Speechless. Even though go buy it. Go, yeah. If you can if, afford if you, sixteen and you like the sixteen, yeah. And uh, take the plunge. Go get it. This is a logical next step. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Extraordinary Gentleman Podcast. And join us next time.